All right, hey everybody, this is Bill Pesco Salito, and this is today's Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. Today is Thursday, November 30th, and I am excited to be here with you. So, as you're coming on to the call, uh, why don't you just uh, let us know where you're watching this from, and let me know if it's cold where you are, if it's uh, hot where you are, or just let me know where you're watching from. I'd love to see who we've got on the call and where everyone is watching from. It always just makes this a lot more fun and interactive for me, and I like to keep these Daily Dose of Awesomes uh, very interactive. And Sally just chimed on. Hey, Sally. And then we've got Chris has joined us as well from Lake Havasu, Arizona. Good to see you, Chris. Thanks for hopping on. And I'm actually coming from uh, Frisco, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas, Texas. So if you are new to Elite Marketing Pro or if you are invited to this call, if you're not familiar with Elite Marketing Pro, this is what's called the Daily Dose of Awesome. Basically, it's 15 minutes to 20 minute little just blast of, of inspiration, motivation, education that'll help you get your day started and help you with your business. And now we've got a lot of people coming on here. We've got Lisa from Illinois. We've got Alexis from Austin. James from the Mile High City where it's beautiful. Teresa is coming from old Canada. We've got Heather. Hey, Texas, 65 degrees. Where are you coming from, Heather? I'm in Texas as well. So awesome, awesome. We've got a lot of people joining on. And like I said, uh, this is the Daily Dose of Awesome for Elite Marketing Pro. My name is Bill Pesco Salito. And if you're not familiar with Elite Marketing Pro, Elite Marketing Pro is an educational platform and an attraction marketing system, which means basically if you're struggling to build your business and you'd like to build it online, you'd like to... Uh, to learn and implement some very specific, clear-cut strategies to attract people to you, to generate leads, and to successfully build your business online in a way where you're not chasing down friends and family, you're chasing down deadbeat leads, then Elite Marketing Pro is the perfect system and educational platform for you. There's amazing training and tools and strategies that you will get within Elite Marketing Pro that you can't find anywhere else. So as people are joining on, and hey, Hillary has joined us, we got Rob from Seattle where it's raining. Sorry to hear that, Rob. Uh, we've got Eric, Dave, uh, Eric Duncanson. What's up, my man, Eric? How are you? And yeah, click the likes. And if you can see me, I can't see myself. Normally I can see myself here in the screen, and for some reason I can't see myself. So if you can see me, just type, uh, if you just type, yes, we can see you, or something along those lines in the comment section, that would be awesome. Okay, I think um, I'm on my other computer now, and I can see on my other computer. And if you can hear me, okay, awesome, that would be great too. If you could hear me, just say hi, uh, or yes, we can hear you, Bill. That way I'm not going on here for like 20 minutes where you can't actually hear me. So, um, yes, you can see me, and if you can hear me, that would be great as well. So I'm getting some CUs. Well, obviously you can hear me because you're answering that you can see me. So that would be completely logical that you can also hear me. Awesome. Well, today I am fired up because I want to talk about three ways to improve your blog posts. Uh, so before I get into three ways that right now that you can take some three very actionable, specific ways that are going to immediately improve any blog post that you write, I want to know, first of all, who here on this call uh, how many of you here are actually are blogging right now? 
So if you currently have a blog, whether it's your own or through Elite Marketing Pro, um, if you've even written just one blog post uh, or if you've written many blog posts, just type the number one in the comments section below. Uh, this is not to say that you categorize yourself as a blogger, which maybe you do, maybe you don't, that's fine. But I just want to know if you've written even one blog post before, type the number one below. So I want to see how many bloggers we have on the call today. So I've got, um, yes, we got Christine saying yes, Tanya, yes, Robert, yes, Teresa, yes, uh, Zara, I think, is that how you pronounce your, your name, hopefully? Uh, we got Reba Watson on the call here. What's up, Reba, the Reebster, the Rebanator? Uh, Eric says yes, number one, Christine one, Chris one, Lisa one. Okay, awesome, we've got some ones here. And as you're joining the call, Again, the question is, have you ever written a blog post, just one blog post? And if the answer is yes, I've actually written a blog post before, then type the number one below in the comments section. And as you're joining the call, also feel free to just give yourself a shout out and let us know where you're watching it from, like the city and the state that you're watching this from. So uh, there's three things that you can do right now, starting today, as you're hearing my voice, as you're watching this call, you can do to improve any blog post that you write. And the first thing, number one thing you can do is improve your headlines, all right? Headlines are, your headline of your blog post is perhaps the most critical aspect of your blog post. Uh, it's going to let people know, first of all, if this blog post is for them or not. So it's going to basically call out to the target audience and, and let them know if this is something that's even of interest to them. For example, if I had a blog post that was um, seven ways to grow a backyard garden, that's obviously going to appeal to garden people versus a blog post which is seven ways to uh, meet hot single ladies at a bar is clearly a very different blog post and a different audience, right? Now, if I'm looking to... Uh, if I'm looking for backyard gardening tips, I'm clearly not going to click on the blog post that says uh, seven ways to meet hot single ladies at a bar, right? It's just not what you're looking for. You're looking for gardening tips and vice versa. So the, the headline is going to call out to your target audience. And the more specific you can be, the more specificity you can have in your headline is going to uh, let people know right away that either this is for them or it's not for them. Now, some people might think, well, wouldn't I want just everyone under the sun to read my blog posts? Well, the answer is no. You want the right people to read your blog posts. Again, the person, the, the gardener person, uh, you don't want, the, the author of the, the gardening blog post doesn't want people looking to talk to single ladies reading that blog post. Uh, it'll serve them no purpose and it won't ascend them to the next step in the phase. It won't ascend them to the next step of the process. Right, because they're not looking for gardening tips. Uh, likewise, you want to be as specific as you can with your headlines so that your audience knows that this is for them. And also, it'll let people know that it's not for them. It'll, it'll push them away. Right? So you'll attract the right people to your blog post and you'll repel the wrong people from your blog post, which is actually what you want. So what are some ways uh, that you can do to, to uh, write uh, an attention-grabbing headline? Uh, to improve your headline? Well, uh, first of all, you can write a summary of your content. All right, so after you've written the blog post, write a summary of your content and uh, just write then one sentence, right? So as you summarized your, your content, try to do that in one sentence. 
And now don't worry about how it sounds right away. <clears throat> don't worry right off the bat what that looks like. But do your best to summarize your content into one single uh, sentence. And then you can tweak and massage it from there. Now, the next thing you can do to write better headlines is, is use numbers in your headlines. Right? A great way to, to, to um, appeal to people and to attract people and to have an attention-grabbing headline is to use a number. For example, seven uh, sneaky tips to improve your blog headlines. Right? That's going to be much more effective than several ways to improve your blog headlines. People want to know what they're going to get. Uh, a, a, again, the headline is what's going to encourage them to then read the blog post. So once you've identified who it's for and who it's not for, the headline's job is to then uh, get that person to, to read your blog post. Right? You're actually selling them on why they should read the blog post. So the use of a number is going to help manage their expectations. It's going to uh, let them know what they're about to get. For example, if I saw a, a headline that was 99 ways to improve your blog headlines, I might think to myself, you know, gosh, I don't have time for that. However, if I saw a headline that was seven ways to improve your blog headlines, I might think, all right, I got, I, got, I got a few minutes. I got time to read seven, right? Seven's not a lot. It's letting them know what they're going to get. So using numbers in your headlines is a great uh, thing to do. Uh, another thing you can do is to include exciting adjectives. So um, words that grab people's attention. So you could use things like essential or excellent or effective or fantastic or important or mind-blowing or easy or simple or fast or valuable or ultimate. Uh, things like that will let people, will, will grab their attention, right? I would like to read something that is, uh, you know, five quick, you know, five quick and easy recipes for, for your Christmas party. Right? Who wouldn't want that? Right? They're five. It's five. Right? We got a number five. And quick and easy. Right? I want quick and I want easy. I don't have a lot of time and I'm not a good cook. So if I've got to prepare something for my holiday party, my Christmas party, I want quick and easy recipes to do that. So the use of uh, these exciting adjectives will help your headlines. Uh, another thing you can do is keep your headlines short. All right? You want to keep it short and to the point. You don't want to have this long, 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 long headline because if people have to actually think really hard to process your, your headline, well, you don't want them to have to think. You want them just to be able to look at a glance and determine, yep, that's for me. I like it. Boom. I'm going to click and read this blog post. All right? So those are just a few ways to improve your headlines. And let me jump back over here. And if you liked that tip then uh, let me know if that was a useful, if, the, if improving the headline, if, that's, if you found that useful at all, type the number two below in the comments section. All right, so uh, just those few tips to improve your headlines as the number one way to improve your blog posts. Uh, if you like that, type the number two. And I want to see a couple twos coming across, and then I'll move on to our second amazing tip to help you improve your blog posts. So we've got some twos coming across. Awesome. We've got some likes and some heart buttons. I, like, I love the emoticons, so keep those little emoticons floating along. If you like that, click the like button, click the heart button, uh, and keep those twos coming along. Awesome. I see a lot of twos. Uh, Chris, uh, another Chris. We've got two Chris's there. Tanya, Lisa, uh, Rob, Bob. Hey, Bob. Um, Eric, Zara, Melinda, Christine. Michelle, Felicia, awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, 
What's the second thing that we can do to improve our headline or to improve our blog post? Well, the first thing that you can do is the headline. Because again, the headline is probably the most important thing of, of your blog post. And, and the funny thing is, the headline's the most important thing, but it's oftentimes it's the thing that we spent that we spend the least amount of time working on. Right? It's kind of ironic. You really should spend the most amount of time on a headline because it's the first thing that anyone's going to see. And again, they're going to use that headline to decide if they want to read your blog post. Well, if the headline's number one, guess what's number two? Your introduction. Okay? The introduction of your blog post is the second most important thing um, that will that you can do to improve you can do to improve your blog post. Why? Because now that they've clicked over to your blog post, the introduction is the first thing they're going to read. Right? So, and what's most important within the introduction itself is the first sentence of your blog post. So yes, believe it or not, you should spend a lot of time focusing on the very first sentence of your blog post. Because what's the goal of the first sentence of your blog post? Is to get them to read the second sentence of your blog post and, and so forth. The first sentence is going to be their first impression. The introduction is going to be their first impression of your blog post. So you want that first sentence to be short, punchy, curiosity-inducing, right? Sometimes you might want to start your first uh, sentence with a rhetorical question. You know, for example, you know, struggling to generate leads online? That might be a good first sentence if you're going to write a blog post on lead generation, for example. Um, you want them to make them short and punchy. You want to make them curiosity-inducing. You want to arouse your reader's curiosity. So that's what the first sentence needs to do. The introduction in general um, also needs to be kind of short and to the point. And a good formula that you can use for your introductions is um, what I call the PAES formula. PAES formula, which is the P is problem, the A is agitate, the E is empathize, and the S is solution. Right? So P is in Peter, A is in Apple, E is in uh, Esteban, and S as in Samsonite. So. Uh, what, what does this mean? So you, you introduce a problem, right? So that's the very first thing you do. Are you, are you struggling to generate leads online? Or, uh, you know, b building your business online can be tricky, right? Something like that. Then the A, agitate. You want to agitate the problem. So here's where you kind of pour salt in the wounds. You, you make them realize that not only is the thing you're writing about, is there a problem involved, but when you agitate it, it makes them realize how bad this problem is and how they really need to solve this problem, right? Because sometimes it's not enough to just make them aware of the problem. You've got to agitate the, that problem to make the reader realize that, shucks, I gotta get, I gotta fix this, right? If I don't fix this problem, then I'm dead in the water. You know, if I don't fix this problem, then I'm gonna be suffering big time. If I don't fix this problem, then my business is gonna fail. If I don't fix this big time, this problem, I'm going to be in misery for the rest of my life, you know, into all of perpetuity, right? So agitating the problem makes them realize that they need to take some action on this. Again, it's not enough just to be aware of the problem. You've got to take action to fix the problem. Now, the E is empathize. Here's you kind of come in, and, and this is your opportunity to allow the reader to resonate with you. So here's where you could say something like, you know, so you've, 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 uh, you've made them aware of the problem, you've agitated the problem, now you can say something like, um, but here's the deal. I, I know exactly how you feel because I, I used to be the same way or something like, you know, but you know, not too long ago, I struggled this as well. So I know exactly how you feel right now. 
but you know, dot, dot, dot. So you're empathizing with them. You're letting them know that you're, you're with them. You're letting them know that you're not just some person who has all the answers to all the problems in the world, that you're someone who actually has been there yourself. And so you know where they, how they feel right now. You know where they're coming from. And that'll make them feel like, okay, hey, this Bill guy, he's, he, he struggled with this as well. So I can, I can relate to him now. And I'm that much more willing to want to read the rest of this blog post. Now, the S, the solution, is when you then just tell them what you're going to now deliver in the, the blog post, which is so you've, again, you, uh, you've introduced the problem, you've agitated that problem, made, you know, really poured salt in the wounds, you've empathized with them, hey, it's okay, I've been there before, I used to be the same way, you know, we're in the same boat, blah, blah, blah. Then you say, but the good news is, um, you know, as, in, as you keep reading this article, I'm going to share with you seven specific ways to overcome this problem so that you don't have to deal with all the agitating things that I just talked about like three sentences up. Okay? So this PAES formula in the introduction, believe it or not, can be relatively short. It doesn't have to be this long, drawn-out thing. Right? You, can make this, you can do this all in one uh, clean-cut paragraph. Okay? So uh, does that make sense? Do you feel after hearing that, that you could use the simple PAES formula, problem, agitate, uh, empathize, solution, in any introduction for any blog post that you write now moving forward. And if you feel you, if you could see yourself doing that, if this makes sense to you, if you can see yourself doing this, if you're grasping this concept and you say, yeah, that's really not that hard, I think I could do that too, I want you to type a three below in the comment section. So either type a three below, I'd love to see some threes, and also uh, I love seeing those hearts, the likes and the hearts, they keep floating across the screen. And if, you, if you've never done a Facebook Live, uh, you don't know, but you, the, the, when you click the like button, a little like, it kind of floats across. It's like flowing through like clouds and, and oceans and waves across the screen. That's why I'm making this motion with my hands. So uh, three, type a three below if you can see yourself using the PAES formula for your introductions. And I'm seeing some threes. Awesome. Christine, three. Um, Eric, three. Chris, Chris, Chris and Chris again. Chris and Chris like to type at the exact same time, which is cool. Um, Amy, Bob, Eric, uh, David, Heather, Allison, Kristen, and Shannon. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. Because this training will fall flat on its face if you can't actually see yourself doing this in the future. So I want to make these very specific, easy, actionable things that you can do to improve any blog post that you write from now on until the dawn of time. Okay, so what is then the number three thing? So the first thing was to improve your headlines, right? The second thing was to make a better introduction using the PAES formula. Then the third powerful thing you can do right now, starting today, as you hear my voice, as you watch me on the screen, that you can do to improve your blog post is make it more consumable. All right, what do I mean by make it more consumable? Uh, stick with me here. Have you ever read a blog post or have you ever started to read a blog post or started to read an article and it had long run-on sentences or it had big, huge <clears throat> excuse me, big, huge, chunky paragraphs, like long, long, long paragraphs. Uh, there was no white space in between paragraphs. Or maybe it was a blog post where it was just all just like text, just like text, 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 and they didn't break it up at all. Right? They didn't break it up um, with, with small paragraphs. They didn't break it up by using like an H2 tag, like, uh, like a sub-headline. Um, they didn't break it up 
by because they didn't use any bullet points or, or numbers or, or ellipses, anything like that. Have you ever read a blog post like that? And if you have, how did it make you feel? Right. So, uh, and Zara, who, and again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Zara. It's with an X, so I don't know. It could be Xara. Um, but she says, yes, horrid, right? It is. How does that make you feel? You're reading a blog post, and it's just this big, intimidating, huge, um, long paragraphs, uh, no white space, not broken up, no use of images, nothing. Uh, how does that make you feel? Eric says, tired. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, Christine, WordPress's SEO tool helps with that. Yes, it does. Um, Zara said, yes, you do, meaning I don't know what she meant by that. Um, so the best thing you can do, or the number three thing you can do to improve your blog post is to make it more consumable for your reader, right? Consumable, what does that mean? It means, first of all, it's easy on the eye. It's less intimidating. Big blocky chunks of paragraphs are intimidating on the eye. And just as Eric said earlier, it makes them tired. That's absolutely correct. It actually tires out your, it makes it intimidating on the eye and it tires out your brain. And when we're online, we can just at a click of a button, we can just click the back button like that. So if you have intimidating, chunky, uh, just not easy on the eye blog post, people will just click the back button. And they'll just stop reading your stuff. They'll just go do something else and then you've lost them, okay? And believe it or not, it doesn't, well, it matters what your words are saying, right? But if you could, you could write, you've written the most amazing thing. You could have written something genius. You could have written something earth shattering. But if it's in a, written in a way that's not consumable, meaning that they can't digest it, you've lost your reader. So what we wanna do is what we call creating a, a greased slide. All right, and content marketing is called a grease slide, meaning if you imagine the person at the top of your blog, at the very top of, of where, where your blog starts, imagine that's like them sitting on the top of a slide. Now, imagine it's a, a hot summer day and they're sitting on this slide. Now, you know how they will have water shooting down the slide, right? So you can slide down it. Well, imagine they're on a slide that, that there's no water. It's a completely dry slide. Okay, it's a hot summer day, it's burning out. All they wanna do is get down into the pool where they can cool off, and this is a dry slide. Imagine sliding down that slide. It's gonna be horrible, right? You're gonna have like, you know, burns on your, on your bum and, and the back of your thighs, and it's you know, gonna stick as you, you know, you're not sliding down, you're kinda of going down like that. It's horrible. And that's what your blog post is like if it's, if it's written in a, if it's poorly formatted, uh, written in a bad way, if it's non-consumable. So what can you do to make it more consumable? First things for, first, uh, write short paragraphs, all right? Uh, short sentences. You wanna make this quick and easy to read for people, right? They wanna be able to just read it and at a glance think, I can go through this really quickly. So break up your paragraphs. If something uh, is a big chunky paragraph, turn that into two or even three paragraphs. Put white space in between. Uh, another thing you can do is using the use of bullet points, uh, numbers, all right. If you have, if you want to share something, if you want to share this, this, and this with them, don't make that a uh, one long sentence. Instead, break it up and use bullet points or numbers and actually bullet it out. You know, today you're going to learn this, this, and this. Right? People visually like to see bullets. Right? Because sometimes they'll just scan and they'll scan right down to the bullets. Uh, the other thing you can do is um, the use of subheadlines. All right. So if you 
have a, a, a blog right now and you've maybe a WordPress blog probably, you know that you can change, you can go from like H1 text to H2 to H3 or just regular paragraph text. And all that really does is it changes the size and, and kind of bolds it and makes it larger, right? You can use the use of H2 tags to <clears throat> let your reader know that you're, you're, uh, you're segueing into another point. Maybe you've gone on from point number one to point number two, right? And using that, that, that H2 tag and making the text uh, a lot bigger lets them know, okay, that first uh, talking point is done. We're now moving on to the second talking point. And so it helps the reader's brain just consume it. It helps them understand and comprehend and just you know, from an overall standpoint, visual standpoint, just lets them flow through your blog in a much more effective way or a much easier way. Again, you're creating that greased shoot for your reader because the goal is to get them through your content, right? If your reader gets stuck um, somewhere in the introduction or if they get stuck somewhere in the, in the first main talking point of your body, if they're stuck, they're stuck, right? They're gonna click the back button. So you don't want them to get stuck. You don't wanna put roadblocks in your blog post to prevent them from reading further. Again, you wanna create that grease shoot. So if this is helpful at all, and I see some people uh, commenting below, if this was helpful, that's, so that's tip number three. So tip number one, headlines. Tip number two, introduction. Tip number three, Make your uh, copy more consumable, right? The content more consumable from a visual standpoint. So if these three tips were helpful, I want you to type the number five below. Throw a little curveball at you. Type the number five below in the comment section or click the like button or the heart button or whatever button your heart desires. So uh, I want to see some people typing fives and I'd like to know that you think you can do this too. So. I wanted these tips to be easy, actionable, and something you could start doing today for your blog posts to help you improve your blog posts. So if you feel you could see yourself doing um, these three tips or even just one of these three tips, um, also type number five below in the comments section. So I'm seeing lots of fives. I'm seeing Zara, Chris, Chris, and Chris. Again, Chris and Chris back to back. Are you guys sitting like side by side somewhere? Like literally every time you guys have typed a number, it's in order is Chris and Chris. Chris Adams, Chris Webb. Chris Adams, Chris Webb. All right, then we got Cresha, uh, Michelle, Bruno, Christine, Heather, Bruno, again, Bruno, Bruno, um, Zara, Heather. Uh, Zara makes a great point or question. She says, wonder if I should go back to older posts and redo them. The answer, Zara, absolutely is yes. There is nothing you can do more in, in, the, in the favorable eyes of Google than go back to old content and improve it. Right, tend to it, update it, make it better. Um, it lets it shows Google that this is current relevant content. It's not just some old, archived, out of date, out of date piece of content. So yeah, if you feel like, oh gosh, should I go back and maybe uh, spend a little time and, and redo some of my old blog posts to make them better? Yeah, absolutely. Now, don't spend an entire day on a blog post trying to improve it, but yeah, if you can go back to blog posts and spend 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there, and, and uh, edit and improve any of your old blog posts and then uh, republish them, resubmit them, resend them out into the world again, email them to your list again, uh, post them out on, on all of your social media again after you've uh, improved them a little bit, absolutely, that's a fantastic idea. You all should definitely do that. So, I hope 
that you found this very helpful. I hope you found this useful. In fact, uh, coming up on December 7th, quick little promo, December 7th, um, I'm going to be doing a webinar with Andrew John for the Elite Marketing Pro community. Um, and it's going to be a, a content marketing blogging uh, webinar. It's going to be um, all about full funnel content and how you can get people from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel and as to convert to be a lead or a sale through the use of your content. So stay tuned for information on that. And again, my name is Bill Pesco Salido. So if you liked today's Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, uh, definitely comment below. Click the like or the heart button and feel free to share this uh, with other people. Share this on your own Facebook fan page if you want. Spread the word. And if you're not familiar with Elite Marketing Pro, you can go to EliteMarketingPro.com. That's their blog and website. You can get all the details on how it's an amazing attraction marketing system that will allow you to stop chasing down friends and family and start attracting uh, laser-targeted leads to you so you can get more leads, sales, and customers for your home-based business. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. I was very excited to be here with you today. I thank you for your time, and I'll see you on the next Daily Dose of Awesome. Bye, guys.